that actually brings up a point, though. Oh, we're back to here, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> we always come back to here somehow. This show goes to weird places after a while, especially when I'm controlling it here. It's Wednesday, and you're listening to Hump Day Vibes on Radio Fremantle 107.9 FM, and you're here with Brock, Byron, and Alex. So what have you been doing today? And welcome to the show. We've got a packed show here today where we'll be talking music, we'll be talking Borderlands, Dungeons and Dragons, we'll be going on a couple of rants about Murdoch University, but up next though we have our weekly challenge. This is Hump Day Vibes with Brock, Byron and Alex. And welcome back to Hump Day Vibes with Brock, Byron and Alex on Radio Fremantle 107.9 FM. How are we doing today, guys? It's a good day for a rant. Yes, it is. Quite so it is the day for the rant. Well, we'll come to a rant later on, but, you know, we've kind of got a habit of starting our show off with something, so let's just jump straight into it, all right? Who will win? Who will fail? It is now time for the Weekly Challenge. That's right. It's time for the Weekly Challenge. You were just bored for that voiceover. <laughs> <laughs> what about that segue, though? Like, it was perfect, right? Yeah, totally. Uh, just so smooth. You just <laughs> you didn't even notice it. You brag about it every week. Yeah, I mean, you know. Oh, no, not the uh, voiceover. I meant, like, the segue into the Weekly Challenge. Ah, okay, okay. But, you know, I brag about that, of course. Aye, oh, yeah, she should every time. <laughs> now that you're done flexing... Oh, you're oh, dog. <laughs> anyway, so guys, uh, last week I gave you the weekly challenge of I wanted you to go out there or if you had already gone out there and discover three songs which either came out in 2019 or were songs you discovered in 2019. And basically I wanted you to share them with me and understand why you liked them and what and whatnot. I've got three songs myself, which I'll go later on. But, Byron, if you want to start, have you found three songs for me this week? Yes, I have uh, a nice three songs there ready to go, uh, which will come up later, of course. I have firstly uh, Dear X You Don't Own Me by a Christian rock band named Disciple. Um, amazing, I know, right? Uh, yeah, so this song uh, resonated with me because I was with a girl and dating, things going great. I know, right? Get a little heartstring violin going. Got sad violin. And yeah, <laughs> she didn't want to go any further, which sucked. Um, because, like, you know, when you hang out with someone, it's like you're doing everything but being boyfriend, girlfriend. So mm. it's terrible when that happens. And it's happening quite a lot now. Uh, yeah, so I brought it up a few times and it didn't go anywhere. So, uh, yeah, and then eventually it didn't go anywhere. Then I started seeing someone else and then she got mad at this. And, well, I caught off with a few days later because this is, it was ridiculous, her perspective of this. And, yeah, so, and then it was interesting, this song came on the radio, actually not on the radio, on my Discover. And, yeah, I just really liked it and resonated with me really well. Next I got was uh, uh, Miss the Misery by Hellstorm, which uh, I know you like, Brock. <laughs> Great song. Um, and, again, came up during this time, and it was a rough time, uh, but it also reflected that I was a sucker for pain, essentially. Um, and I was putting myself through this thing just to get this attachment, essentially, and get these feelings for this person, even though it made myself worse by doing it. And it was like a love-hate drug, essentially. And, of course, uh, my uh, now my favorite, one of my favorite songs right now is uh, Head First by The Royals. Uh, and, yeah, I found this song, again, pretty early in this year. Um, and I felt like, you know, I was... I found myself after, you know, after a 
breakup-ish type thing and it'd been a few weeks, been rough and uh, I was about to go on a Tinder date to be honest. It was, it was, it was a good 20-minute drive to go there. <laughs> <laughs> and this song came on, my discovery, and I ended up playing this like three times on my way and don't go, great song. The Tinder date went absolutely terrible. Just let you know. It well, it's a Tinder date, you know, what do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, so it gave me a real boost to my self-esteem and they all kind of just resonated with me at some point and even though I'm over those points in my life now they still reflect really well and I like them all because of it so your song choices were based on your own personal experiences yeah yeah and my own emotions and stuff okay I wasn't expecting that perspective to be honest I was expecting a uh, <laughs> I found this song I love it yeah yeah that's actually what I was expecting but no I it's great because we've got actual proper meaning to it yeah. so not only have you done the challenge and passed it you've managed to get some self-growth from it so that's great yeah, it's really weird when I analysed them really well. I was like, oh, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so what about yourself, Alex? Did you complete the challenge? Yes, I did. For once in my life, I did. Yay! A round of applause right there. Oh, I know, I know. First challenge know. completed, and yes. it's been two months? Two months? Yeah, quite a while. Wow. Quite a while. You know, commitments, you know. But <laughs> commitments, yeah, that's really what it's been. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Not laziness or anything like that. No, I decided to choose uh, three songs that uh, would not normally be chosen by many people, that you would just know exactly that it came from me. Um, two of the songs were Finnish. I don't know why. They were they were suggested to me, these two Finnish songs. One of them is called... Right, I'm going to try and say the Finnish name for this. It's like Mörhalisten Lalulin Mo, or what it's called, The Land of Sad Songs. Um, I don't know why I find that song on this, like, this parody video of The Shining. I say, like if Jack from The Shining had a Finnish accent and that song was playing in the background. I don't know, I really liked it. It was just one of those sort of classic song, classic rock songs that you would get. And another one is another classic Finnish song. It is called... Let's see if I can find it here. See, I don't write stuff down. Vuona85, uh, or Year85. And yeah, I just like the song. I like the song, yeah, nice and chill. Even though I can't understand a word it says, so it could be singing, you know, <laughs> who knows what. But uh, and the other one, and this is dear to my heart, the last song, because uh, in light of the controversy surrounding Article 13, I thought it best to have the anthem of Kekistan, Metal Shadile, yes, to fight for the meme war. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say, would you like to clarify what Kekistan is? Oh, Kekistan is basically... I would say a parody, really, of modern-day politics, and it's this meme state that was made on Reddit and 4chan, and uh, they made their own anthem, and their national creature is Pepe the Frog. Yeah, and there's been some controversy in regards to Pepe the Frog in the past, but... Uh, as they're always... It's meant to be. Yeah. It's always meant to be controversial, as, uh, well, our lord and saviour, uh, Big Man Tyrone. <laughs> <laughs> we fight for Kekistan. I honestly thought you were going somewhere else with that. <laughs> yeah. If you're not sure what all this stuff is, don't worry. It's just a massive internet joke and whatnot. So it, it makes sense if you don't understand it. Kakistan is no joke, man. <laughs> it's very serious. Either way, though, you two both successfully completed the challenge. For once. So, yeah, for once. So I'm yep. incredibly proud of you. Now, I actually uh, took part in the challenge myself. And so uh, I went a wide variety of genres for myself. So you guys had different stories for yours. I basically just chose, I like this song, so, yep. yeah, that's what I'm doing. Boo! Yeah. So uh, the first one I found, which is the song which uh, we actually are going to be playing next, uh, which we'll, we'll get to it after I explain, is uh, it's called Disease by Carmen Collected. And I'm liking it because it gives me those sort of Green Day 2005 to 2007 vibes. I think I've got my years correct, roughly, but when, like, Holiday and American Idiot and whatnot came out. So roughly those years. I may even be a bit too 
late in that aspect. But yeah, it gives me those vibes because it sounds like it, and it's like your pop punk sort of like song. And I grew up with that style of music. Okay, just to clarify. American Idiot came out. In, the album was released on September twentieth, two thousand and four. Okay, so it's pretty close. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's my musical knowledge for you. <laughs> Uh, another one I've got is, uh, it's called Daria's Smile by Demon Days. So Dan, who used to host Hump Day Vibes with us, he actually got me into Demon Days because he was playing some of the songs. Every week. Every yeah, week every without week. fail. <laughs> and this is like a sort of really smooth, jazzy sort of like song with a bit of piano and whatnot. And it's as if you were sitting in a coffee shop, you know, having a coffee with your friends and just wanting to relax and chill out. Yeah. And, you know, I'm all about those vibes. Yeah, you certainly are. You're a very <laughs> chill person, Brock. Oh, I'm so chill, hey. Yeah, man. Yeah, but and my last song actually uh, is one. Is, is it, it isn't in English either, so I'm following your footsteps, Alex. Oh, I'm so proud of you. That I'm such a profound influence on you. Exactly, and this one is actually, it's a song about basically the damage and the influence that social media can have on people. So yeah. you know, people sometimes when they're growing up, they're wanting things for attention so they want their likes and their feedback and whatnot and then it was also talking about what that can do to a person and the damage it can cause and all the other social issues which are prevalent in that and i just thought the message behind the song was incredibly great so i was like oh sweet i'm gonna do that one but yeah either way though we all managed to uh do the challenge though so i'm incredibly proud of you guys and we are going to jump back into our next song though and that is uh Disease by Carmen Collected. So uh, you're staying with uh, Hump Day Vibes with Brock, Byron and Alex. And welcome back to Hump Day Vibes with Brock, Byron and Alex. You just listened to Daria's Smile by Demon Days. And before that, we had Noir by Sunmi. Now, that, those were the tracks I had, was talking about in the weekly challenge. So hopefully you guys like that. That was all right. Yeah, was it up okay? It was good. Uh, yeah. yeah was thank good. gosh for that, you know, that's my that's my plan. You know, hopefully get music you guys like. But Yeah, yeah, yeah it... Just not, not having a dig you, at Dan, but uh, I like your music more. <laughs> That's me. Then again, he did find him days, so, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's got some good stuff. Anyways, though, uh, we're going to keep keep up with the whole music talk, though. And instead of a challenge this time, we're just going to just talk general music. We haven't actually talked much music at all on this show. So, Alex, I believe you what? are... <laughs> Don't act so surprised. We discussed this before we run here. Come I'm on, sorry, man. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. What is it you require of me, sir? Yes, so the Brock 9000 wants to know that there's a new Sabaton album coming out, yes. apparently. Oh, yes, yes, yes. For those of you who do not know, Sabaton is a Swedish metal band, power metal band, and they primarily specialise in historical-themed songs. They've released three albums so far, one called The Art of War, um, one called Carolus Rex, about Swedish history, and the other one called The Last Stand. But coming up next, they're doing one called The Great War. <laughs> why, why did you sound like you were trying to announce the song right there? <laughs> yeah. it just, it's a habit of mine. Stop making fun <laughs> about the way I say things. You're really offensive to me. Or, uh, and, and, and I swear he was about to go, because this is Alex McClure. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just hell expecting... Stop uh, it with the workplace bullying. You're oh, making man. me feel like really depressed right now. I was just thinking, wait... <laughs> Is he, like, forward announcing a song right now? I don't have this right on my system. <laughs> Quick and line like it, it up. Be, yeah. It should be. Like, the thing is, when you're announcing a song, it's almost, like, instinctive after you do it for so long. You know, it comes so naturally. But, no, the um, I would imagine the album The Great War is going to talk about World War One. Since last year was the 100th, 100th year anniversary of the Armistice in 1918. So, 
and also like the um, I think there might be doing some collaborations with the Great War YouTube channel that was you know that um, World War One weekly content but yeah I'm really looking forward to it because they have done a multitude of really good World War One songs I think one was like the Siege of Belgrade or the Battle of the Somme or the Battle of Gallipoli or a lot of the songs on the, a lot of the songs <laughs> a lot of the battles on the Eastern Front as well especially like Tannenberg as well no but I'm really looking forward to it because Sabaton was one of my introductory bands to metal I suppose well of course it had to be because uh, you know it was historical themed and then yeah the rest is history hey, hey. <laughs> what about yourself Baron you looking forward to any new tunes well before that I'd like to say the cover art of that album looks really amazing as well what does it it's look quite like a good I haven't rep- seen it okay I'm loading it up you just keep talking yeah it's later. a good representation <laughs> of war as well but it just uh, the art style I actually really enjoy as well though considering I have to study a game art design unit which is rough <laughs> but <laughs> to be honest I'm not there you go oh that is very cool I like that yeah, yeah po- just wow. fantastic art po- post on the page yeah, we'll, <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll have a link on our Facebook page to that cover art and the album and whatnot when we later on so yeah you were saying I'm, there Baron I'm pretty bad with new music I kind of just let my Spotify just run and do my weekly discovers and see what happens or have a troll of the Triple J you know unearth stuff that's the thing. I don't really have anything I'm looking forward to, which is kind of sad if I think about it. That's very you, Byron, though. Yeah, no, it's not a movie, <laughs> so I'm not really looking look forward yeah. to. <laughs> you, you, look, you look for the movies and like the TV shows and whatnot. So yeah, that, you it, don't really like browse the music. There's literally a thing called Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coming out. But Do that's... you tell? Oh no, because this is music. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, we'll bring this up later. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. sorry. When, when we get to nerd talk later <laughs> on, we'll bring up Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and whatnot. But yeah, um, I've actually been on the prowl for new music. I mean, I always, yeah, I, always yeah. I always, go for new music. And uh, really, uh, I think you need to um, be on the lookout for some stuff from uh, Pot Plant House Party, to be honest. They just released a new uh, song right now, and it is great. And I'll probably play it at some point later on, but... Oh, it's, it's on Triple J on Earth as well, and it's like a really nice rock song, and I, I love my rock, and I know you like your rock as well, Byron. Yes, I do. Yeah, because I know uh, your songs which are coming up uh, at some point, they're, they're, they're really rocky and they're kind of poppy as well, so it's like pop punk almost well, as well. And One is Christian rock, so... Yeah. <laughs> and I was more surprised when I saw it was Christian rock. I was just like, I like it, but I'm conflicted because I don't like religion. Oh, but I mean... It's. Yeah, I don't think it really has well, to you know, deal with it. Like one of my favorite metal bands is called Powerwolf, and the majority of their songs have religious themes too. Like, of course, in that like classic medieval gothic sort of way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, I'm a fan of Skillet, and they're classified as Christian rock. So, have you heard of Skillet? You know, as long no. as the songs are good, you know. Yeah, exactly. But, but I have a very small, funny story. So, I have a cousin that is quite religious, and he got a album by a band called The Angels. I have heard of The Angels. And he played it, and apparently it was not to his liking, so he gave it to my dad. <laughs> and your dad liked my it? My dad did like it, yeah. <laughs> now, I don't actually... I remember him showing it to me. I didn't like it either, but that's just because I didn't like that type of music. I was like, oh, this ain't my type. But it's a different story. Yeah. And aside from that, though, just because I'm a bit of a geek, I do have... Uh, I'm really pumped for the new Blackpink song, which is coming out soon. What's and, that? Uh, oh, Blackpink is the greatest thing of all time. Okay, I'll yep. take your word for it. I'll, I'll show you during the break. And just, oh, I, I could go on and on for days about Blackpink. <laughs> but basically, it's a uh, just a, it's a, a girl group essentially. So yeah, but yeah, we're gonna get up. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Yeah. It's, just, it's just pop music, man. Let, let me be. Either way, though, we're gonna go to our, our next song, though. And this one's called "Let's Forget That We Were in Love" by Steli. 
You're listening to Hump Day Vibes with Brock, Byron and Alex. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Hump Day Vibes on Radio Fremantle 107.9 FM and you're with Brock, Byron and Alex. Alex, get off your phone. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and that was uh, Middle Name by Slush and before that was Charbel Summer. And now we are talking about something that was kind of dear to my heart, just a little bit. Was it actually? Really? Yeah, I was fully invested in this project and I was excited for it. Oh. Um, but it doesn't well, seem to... This is new. Yeah. Invested my... You're rarely, <laughs> you're rarely excited about anything. Uh, I'm excited, not excited anymore. So <laughs> in um, Ardross, Apocross, kind of the borderline there, um, essentially your marker is near the... Is your Tomkin Park where the bowls club is uh, they were going to be well they've been trying to push for a wave park there and unfortunately the state government has gone no we don't want to give up the crown land to the people essentially to have the wave park being essentially wide enough to work and I was I've done a bit of research into what they wanted and the reasons why this should be there and there was uh, well firstly it's been shut down essentially so they've said no we don't you can't have the land I personally think that Bowls Club is underutilised and I think a wave park would be more used as a community place. Uh, what they actually, what they also had there was there's going to be a gym, some food stalls and stuff like that as well, and essentially it was going to be a nice place to access for, it's, you know, instead of having to go to the beach and people are afraid of sharks, you get this nice consistent wave at a wave park. Now, what are your thoughts on this, guys? Like them not taking away something that essentially, instead of having to go, you know, leave the essential inner city well, it's not really but you're, you know you're 15 minutes away from the beach still but instead of having to go outside the city limits to go have fun how big was this wave park going to be roughly ah uh, essentially it was replacing the I, i'm not sure the actual size the wave park essentially was uh, what was the size for it uh, sorry um the just give me a rough estimation yeah okay though. essentially it was going to be probably a Foot, uh, sorry, a football oval size, I think. Okay. So and this is not like including grandstands and stuff like that. I believe it was that size. Anyway, the point being, though, is that it wasn't actually... It was just replacing the bowls club and the parking and a bit of Tonkin Park. And when I mean a bit of Tonkin Park, I mean, that place doesn't get utilised. The entire thing is never utilised 100% all the time. And this would essentially have something that would be fully utilised, I believe. But the cool, the interesting thing about it, though, is that, in my perspective, is that imagine all those disabled people that want to surf and having to go out into those rough conditions in the beach. They can't do that. That just doesn't work. But this is an example of them, something they'd be able to do it. And there's a consistency I'm noticing here. How many fun places are there to do, essentially, these things that are, exist in the inner city? I don't know of any. In the, I don't go in to the inner, inner city. I'm not sure. No, no, no. In, in the inner city, and I'm kind of drawing like you know, you got to drive at least. So you just take from from the inner city. You're driving 15 to 20 minutes away. Hmm. Not to my knowledge, no, none. There's not really anything. Yeah, off the top of my head, I can't really think of anything. Everything is far out. I don't really go to the city though, so I, I'm not I'm, really. I'm, I don't really go outside though. I'm talking in, <laughs> inner city as like a 20 minute drive anywhere. If you want to do any of these fun things, essentially, you have to go far away from Perth. And I feel like. We're a nanny state. I mean, this is what my opinion is, at least. Oh, absolutely, we are. And, like, you know, want to go a wine tour? you got to go 45 minutes out of Swan Valley, which is fair enough. But all the festivals are moving further and further out. And, yeah, okay, right now they're ending up at Burswood out the, on the outskirts on the nice area, essentially, that's been changed for the purpose of that. But when it comes down to it, 
we don't have that many fun things in the inner city that we can do. Like, Adventure World is here, but it's still, you know, hard to get to. I mean, you can't really chuck an Adventure World in the middle of the city, though. Yeah, yeah, but you could also... You could try. Yeah, I mean, you could try. You'd have to, uh, you know... <laughs> Demolish a few buildings. Yeah, yeah. 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 Destroy a bit of the CBD, but that'd be okay. You can remove that terrible cactus thing. Yeah, how dare you make fun of the green thing? I make fun <laughs> of the green thing because it's one of those pointless things. Yeah, but that's perfect. That's it. I've, said it. I've said it on air. There you go. That's my opinion of the cactus. I like the green thing, and I stand with the green thing. And you know what? Actually, re- real quick off topic, but, but we'll get back onto it. I'm going to post a poll on the uh, Hump Day Vibes page, and I want you guys to discuss whether the green thing slash cactus is good or bad. Team Brock versus Team Alex here. Well, obviously, Team Alex is going to win. I am already on Team Alex. Oh, really? Yeah. I am. I love the green thing, and it can stay there. <laughs> Anyways, back to what we were saying. Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> quit again. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I remember there used to be, a, like, for example, paintball. There used to be some paintball places that were reasonably close in, and they've all vanished now. Yeah, the majority of the paintball places are, like, way out in the bush now, yeah, aren't they? you've got a fair way out to do it. I remember there was one, actually, funny enough, Brock works at the where the old one used to work, in the ice arena now. Uh, it's, actually, it's a couple uh, up the road. Yeah, it's up it's, the road, it's not, it's still not, further it's, away. It's not where it was. It's yeah. like a couple of... But it's further yeah. away now. They, and everything has been pushed out further and further. And you're going to hit a point where there's going to be nothing good on the inner city anymore. And what's, when are they going to get rid of the ovals? What's going to happen next? I reckon that's going to be the next step. I think that's a natural progression of city expansion, though. There is so, one good yeah. thing in the city that I enjoy. You know, Games Workshop. What's that? Oh. No, you know, the, uh, the miniature painting, you know, the Warhammer 40K store? No. No? That's no talk. Yeah, sorry. Keep out of it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just, that's just the one thing in the city I enjoy, man. I think it's a natural progression, though, because obviously Perth is a rapidly growing state. Well, not state. WA is a rapidly growing state. <laughs> Perth, Perth is not a city state. Yeah, 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 exactly. And uh, well, yeah. basically, that's the thing with population and population growth. Obviously, things can't all just get crammed into the one area. As a city expands, it goes out and out and out. So obviously more entertainment things go all around the place. I think I think it's a good thing not having it just in the city. You know what I mean? Like I, things should be spread. So I can understand why it got pushed back. Can I you, just I just think right. that we need more fun things that are accessible to the majority of people instead of being okay. I live in Valdivers and it's close to me. Cool, I can go here all the time. Or if I live in Joondalove, I'm gonna have to drive all the way down there to Valdivers to go to it. That seems ridiculous. No. That's over an hour. Well, that's the thing though. That's why not just have two then and just have one in there and one in there. Divide into south and north or whatever, you know? Yeah, but then you got the south and north stuff that happens, I was going to swear. <laughs> uh, but I, I find it's ridiculous, yes. Hey, I haven't sworn here. <laughs> but yeah, I just feel like that's a problem and we really need to change that in our society. Is it really a problem, though? I think it is. We've got bars. <laughs> yeah, we've got bars and they're all expensive. Not all of them, they're... I don't okay. know. Tell me somewhere, apart from the Subi competition of the $3.50 pints, that has, you know, not existing the Subi that you can get Decently $3.50. priced beers? Yes. Because um, I know I the tap here Mandra, isn't. The Mandra, they do. That's not in the city. Mandra it's is not my, the city. It's my Mandra city. Mandra is a city. It is a yeah. city. Not, it's in Western not, Australia. Not Perth city. Um, yeah, but why are we trying to put... Why are we trying to push everything know. to Perth, though? Why can't we push more things to Mandra? I don't know. There are, some, there are a lot it's, of good it's bars, It's a population though. growth thing, man. Things are starting to spread out, you know? We've got to stop viewing the main city of Perth as just, like, Perth. Well, thank you, so. Lots of good bars in Northridge. Just that's, saying. That's Overpriced, true. though. Anyways, coming up next, uh, here's one of my favourite songs coming up because uh, 
Is this from your weekly challenge? Yes, from the weekly challenge. Here's uh, The Royal Head First, and I love this song, so hope you do too. Welcome back to Hump Day Vibes on Radio Fremantle 107.9 FM. It is just right on four o'clock, and you're with Brock, Byron, and Alex. And those songs were Miss the Misery by Hellstorm, and before that was Dear X, You Don't Own Me, Disciple. Both great songs, I thought. Would yeah, you I really like them. What do you think? I am in a state of Alex? indifference because I wasn't paying attention to them, but they sounded nice, I would say. Because what were you doing? I don't know, it was on my phone. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, we should uh, ban him from using his phone. Hey, no, no, listen here. <laughs> Freedom of thought here. True. Yeah, that's what we stand for. So coming up next, I have more of a rant than Ooh. anything else coming up. I like rants. About a certain thing that's happened in the Murdoch Studios. I feel like it's more than just the Murdoch Studios, but I feel like we are being targeted here. I don't know if, it, if it's the rest of the campus. It might be. So why do you think we're being targeted? I don't actually think it's we're being targeted. I think it might it's be just the, whole... the three of us. <laughs> yeah, just us three. <laughs> I feel like it's the whole arts department as well, though. And maybe it might be the whole campus for all I know because they printed out flyers and stuff. So they've probably gone a fair way overboard with this. So, so the flyer starts out with, hey, where's my bins? Your desktop wayside landfill bin has been removed by Murdoch cleaning staff. But Why? Murdoch University uses more than 4,000 lightweight plastic desktop bin liners per month. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's a lot of unnecessary plastic waste going to landfill. By not emptying your desk side bins, cleaners are saving four hours per year. Wow, four hours. Which gives them more time to spend on cleaning um, on other cleaning tasks. And now what do you do? You turn over the flyer and it's just these landfill and recycle things that we already do every time anyway. Four hours. Now, this is, now don't get me wrong, the 4,000 midliner things, I think that's a good thing that we're doing for the environment, yeah, but... Yeah, yeah. But the excuse of why? The four hours per year. Oh, my heart bleeds. I yeah. know, right? Imagine if there was possible to, I don't know, hire why meet maybe one more person or something like that. I know. And then that four hours is covered, you know? Like, I'm certain there'd be students who'd be happy to take such a job. Yeah. I would, I would be happily... Oh, I don't know about that, actually. I don't know. Do you guys know anyone who works in Murdoch who might be interested? Do you, do, I know someone that at least works at Murdoch. Yeah. Well, I work in a library, though. Yeah, so you don't do this. No. No, Anyways, of course not. Why? The, the point being is, though, we've come into the studio, and already in the studio, you're not supposed to... Where are the to, bins? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're not... The bins in the studios are for paper, and... There's bins outside the studio that are essentially for if you're having a little snack or something like that. You're not supposed to bring any food or anything else in the studio. It's just because it keeps it all clean and you know, stops greasy fingers, essentially. And that's fair enough. Things. You don't want to be potentially ruining equipment because it costs money, obviously. So exactly. Perfect makes perfect sense that there's no food or drink in the uh, studios itself. And no one really wants to come in here and touch the keyboard if it's got like big oil stains exactly. and stuff. And, but in like yeah. the kind of like foyer sort of area for it, like that's that's fair game. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so essentially, I don't know about you guys, but I have a big problem about how they've worded this. It's not that, hey, you know, the 4,000 lightweight plastic things yeah, and like we the environmental the, thing, yeah. we understand that. But then going... Four hours. Four hours is oh. saved. Oh. What do I play the little tiny violin? Yeah, yeah. So it's essentially, it's 100 bucks. That I reckon that's probably what they pay the cleaners, maybe a little more. Yeah, just like more workly hours. You 100 know. bucks in a year. That's what they're saving. <sighs> And they probably spent that money on the flyers. Yeah, likely. Designing the flyers. They'll spend more on designing this flyer, guaranteed. So it doesn't even equal out. Or is it just that 
they want us to turn us into these Japanese schools where we must clean the whole place in the end and we take turns cleaning. I mean, that's not a bad thing, I guess. Like, being, like, getting everyone to clean more. I mean, that makes sense. Will they drop our fees? I mean, I hope so. <laughs> no, yeah, no, the amenities fee. Yeah. Oh, our fees are huge as it is. Yeah, like 150 bucks, wasn't it? For that, yeah, no, that's administration. Oh, right, right. Oh, that's the one which I pay late every single year. <laughs> it's like pretty much it's like September, October, and it's like due April. And I'm like, oh. I just add that to the hex. What do you mean? You can't, can you add that you to the hex? add that to the hex. What? University fees. Yeah. So you can add it to the hex. Are you kidding me? There's a little, a little box you tick for it. Wow. Wow. Well, I didn't I know that. I could have saved like 150 bucks. I mean, I'm going to have to oh, pay that yeah. off anyway, so I yeah. might as well just do it now, I guess. Get it over with. This is something I've realised, though. You pay $100 for one unit? There's just for this semester. Yeah, but I have to pay $100 for four units, so it's not even related to per units you do. It's just like you're signing up here, $100. doesn't matter how much you're doing or not. Yeah, but, I mean, that's you just think how it, it works because we're still using the, like, facilities. You but know? you're but, only using 25%, essentially. I mean, yeah, but you know what, like... That's 25% for this unit, you know what I mean? I do a lot of stuff outside of the unit, which I use the studios and whatnot for, so... Yeah, we, we do do that, but still part of our radio degree, but in the big picture and big scheme of things, you're still only doing one unit, so you're actually only required to be here for that unit time frame. So I feel like you're having to pay extra for something that you're not doing. The numbers, Mason, I mean, but that, make, mean? that makes a lot of sense, though, because, for example, I've lessened my workload for this semester for the uni units itself. So I'm spending an extra six months, essentially... Yeah, and so, you're I mean, paying more. And yes, because I'm spending more time. So, so, no, no, of but, course I'm spending more money. No, but uh, <laughs> I'm talking about the extra amenities fee. Well, yes, because I'm spending an extra six months. But you're still paying $120 per semester on it. Doesn't matter. It's like, it seems to be like, doesn't matter if you're here for one unit or four units, you're paying 120 bucks. Well, yeah, because it's not a unit-based thing. It's a fee based for the semester or the year. It seems weird, though, that's all. Rant it is number, weird. Rant number two, we're not going into it too far, though. I think, yeah. you're, I think you're overthinking it. It's not based on units done or anything like that. It's based on you're here for six months for one unit, you're here for six months for the next unit, not it's all units, conspiracy. three semesters. It does all conspiracy. Where it's do all our conspiracy. fees go? Yeah. You know, what are they used for? Are they just spending it on these flows? Like, come on. Yeah, that's probably what they do. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Why are they called flies oh, if they no, don't fly? What about recently mm. with the um, the library? You know, in the olden days, where if you wanted to top up your printer credit, you could just put an actual loose change into those machines? Yeah. Now you have to just do it online, which is really annoying. Yeah, but I'm not too fussed about that because it's, like, less moving parts. Today I learned people use the printers at uni. <laughs> That's yes. the majority of questions I get when I work in the library. Really, about printer credit? Yeah, how do you use the printer? Yeah, exactly. It's all about printer Hon, credit. Hon, do the impression of the average student? No. Do it. No. Come on. We'll just have to go Bye. back to the like, audio, you know. Excuse yeah. me, Mike. Uh, can you, like, tell you how to work the computers here or something like that? I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> that is a horrible okay. accent right there, okay. where you attempted. Uh, well, on that you note, though, <laughs> uh, we are moving on to our next song, which is I Think You Are Your uh, by Nine. Is that what it is? I don't know. You've got the list there, man. Yeah, but you <laughs> added it. I don't <laughs> know. Yeah. Squeeze. Anyways. How do, you, how do you spell the name? N-Y-N-E. Yeah, Nine. Nine. It just what? It sounds weird. Nine. 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 Okay. Anyways, I hope you enjoy it. I will. Do you? And that was Metal Shadile. That is a song that is very close to my heart because I am a fellow member of the great nation of Kekistan. This is 
Update Vibes <laughs> with Brock Byard, Brock Byard and Alex on Radio Fremantle 107.9 FM. So, anything in particular we would like to talk about? Because I'm completely aimless right now. What? To your left. To your left, yes, the Burdock Rant Fessions, or no, the Nerd Talk, is it? Is that what we're going to do? It is Nerd Talk. Right. Do we have it? Yes, we yes, do. Yes, we do. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> so, professional radio. We are talking Pokemon. Game of Thrones. We could talk about that. You guys remember Gangnam Style, right? I loved Gangnam Style. You're listening to Nerd Talk. So, forgive me, I'm like really, really unorganized today, as you might well know, but so... You want to talk about D&D, don't you, Byron and Brock? Well, I think Brock's wanted to talk about it more than I did. Yeah, so a couple of... uh, It's been a long time since I last played, but basically I just wanted to talk about how no matter your opinions on the game just by thinking about it or hearing about it, it's actually really fun. It is, surprisingly so. It is incredibly fun. I enjoy some role-playing games. I played the... uh, uh, There was a Star Wars one where you go on an adventure and you level up each map there is and stuff and I personally had a great time doing it I'm kind of excited now because I'm going away for a week to a place without internet without any connection to the outside world essentially and my brother and his wife are bringing D&D up well that should be fun and and there's like days where you literally can't do anything because it's just having a wind gale and rain and stuff so you're saying we have a week without you Byron yay you do but um, no, I'm going to be here. Aww. It's, it's, during the, uh, it's during the first week of our other broadcast. Oh, okay, okay. So, Brock, do you have any like funny stories for D&D? Uh, yes, I do. So, this is the first time I was playing it, and I decided, you know what, I'm going to get really immersive into this game. Because, I mean, if you're not having full immersion to it, you're just kind of ruining it for others. Oh, exactly. And just so just did, to clarify, yeah? did you dress up? <laughs> no. <laughs> not I'm, full immersion, then? I meant, full, <laughs> I meant immersion into my character. And basically, what my character was, it's going to sound so weird, but basically... Uh, what class was it? It was just a normal human person. Right. But what was happening is that each yeah, time... What was the class? What was the class? Uh, I don't know, like a, a rogue or something, maybe? Okay. I think. Either way, but basically what was happening is though, I would, uh, <laughs> I would essentially roll the dice each time I was fighting an enemy. And basically, <laughs> there was a, I was just trying to skin all my enemies the entire time. You're trying to skin your enemies. Yes. and then... Hello there, Ramsey Bolton. <laughs> and then basically put the remains in my backpack. Wow, you have a really sinister character right yeah, there. Yeah, because no, I was a villain. I wasn't like a good like. <laughs> ah, right, right. Character. So you're yeah. trying to be like the, uh, I would say, neutral evil? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. And basically my entire point was, aside from that, and it's, it's so weird, but like I was just making a collection of it, you know, and having it as like a count. And... Uh, yeah, so it's my fondest memory, though, and uh, it wasn't a sober memory, but, like, I'll, yeah. I'll tell you something, and I'll never forgive my friend for doing this to me, but, um, I, mate, uh, you know, you two know John Humans, don't you? Ah, yes, I do. There was a day that we were playing a round of D&D, and basically, um, we were, our characters were roaming around this village, right? Just after we, like, had this battle with goblins, and uh, I was rolling the dice pretty badly, and so I was not that too, I wasn't that useful in the fight. So anyway, we are in the tavern, so to speak, and uh, I see the local I don't know ladies walking around the town. So I think I'll make my character like flirt with these women, all right. And then um, John, his character, tells these women how bad I was fighting the goblins. And then <laughs> the, 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 the dungeon master says, "Okay, the ladies laugh at Alex and walk away." So yeah, so John ruined my chances in that world. 
I mean, so but I'll never forgive him for that. That you was could humiliating. Always just uh, <laughs> roll again to be like, somehow it was still successful, though, couldn't you? Yeah, well, you could just. So if I was like a master of persuasion, I suppose. Yeah. I, I was going to say, you could just. If you and Brock's situation, you could just skin your friend and then use his. He'd <laughs> be like, yeah, I'm this person. I only tortured one character in that game, though. It was a goblin, though. So, like, you know, goblins, they can't vote. How, like, come on. How dare you? Goblins don't have rights. As a massive. Uh, you know, person involved with goblin diplomacy. I am incredibly outraged right now. <laughs> <laughs> what about yourself, Byron? Uh, what's your D&D adventures like? Well, I haven't actually done it yet, but Ooh. it's really frustrating seeing the... Uh, that I do believe I'd have a lot of fun doing it, and this is why I'm kind of excited for when I go away. But I'm like, what do I go? Because it's weird. When I play, you know, games, I've gone through every single role, tank support and healer and, you know, DPS... So it's like, what is my choice? What What's the best thing to go? I'm sort of happy for like the dungeon master to choose what role I have. Just have fun with it. So don't decide on a specific role. Rather, decide on a specific character, in my opinion. Yeah, and try to have like this mindset of that character yeah. as well. So imagine that you were the character and just play as if you're the character and don't focus on being, oh, I want to be the guy, you know, attacking the monster as much as I can, you know? Very much like to be that comedic character as well. Yeah. Or that the one that tries to be a badass but just feels every time. It all depends on the roll of a dice. Exactly. So, we got a song coming up, and that is from the, well, my additions to the weekly challenge. Ooh. Now, they were suggested by a certain individual in Finland residing in the town of Jyväskylä. I probably butchered that pronunciation. It is, okay, I think the band is called Epidorbali. I've got a guess, and the song is called Mörhelisten la lulen moa. It's a good song, though, so stay tuned. And that was the song, She's Out of Her Mind, by Blink182. And before that, we had two Finnish songs suggested by my good friend Joanna in Yuvaskula, Voana85, and one by Epic Normali. You're listening to Hump Day Vibes and Radio Fremantle 107.9 FM. And Brock, yeah, no, Byron, Byron, you wanted to say something, Oh, uh, yeah, you? so that is actually a, that song was a request in from someone that didn't want to be named, but she is in the southern suburbs. That's what all she wanted to give. Well, because we're naming people's names, I figured I'd give a shout-out to one of my friends as well. No, no, the shout-out was because that's the, her song request. Oh, she fair the song. enough, fair That's enough. why we chose it. Fun fact about that song, though, is that their film clip is a reverse of one of their older film clips they did where they ran through naked through the streets. This one is, instead of males running naked through the streets, it's females. Ooh. Yes, fun fact. <laughs> I was going to say, that's definitely go. a sort of 90s uh, film clip for you. Yes. <laughs> that wouldn't be a thing these days. Quite so, quite so. Sorry, I'm just doing something here. That's uh, okay, Alex. Me and Byron will conversate with ourselves <laughs> while we're waiting. So, yes. Brock9000, how you doing over there? Yeah, Brock. <laughs> so, do we have anything else to talk about today? Because it's been a fairly dull week, hasn't it? There's been nothing interesting happening that we can properly discuss. I mean... Oh, um, nothing really comes to mind, but I guess we could always talk about the future of Hump Day Vibes coming up in a few weeks. No, I don't want to talk about that, but it has to be done, doesn't it? Before we talk about that, though, uh, just a quick reminder, though, uh, for all those following along with Hump Day Vibes, you could check us out on Facebook, so at Hump Day Vibes, or... Look at our website. Yep, look at our website, humpdayvibes.com. We've got all the shows from 2019 up there, and we also have member profiles so you can get to know us, get get to see the faces of who we are, get to see what we're like. And our seductive faces, that's, you know, 
Wait, wait who, whose phone was it taken on again? Your it phone? It was my phone. And what phone do you have? Like a Samsung Galaxy 3. Okay, so essentially it's an old camera, so... Uh, yeah, so the resolution... So I look amazing. <laughs> wait, Galaxy 3? What? I think so. Yeah, Aren't they up to it. like 9 or 10 now? No, this I, is an old phone. I, the reason we said... You like you said you had the best camera. No, you said I, I had the best camera. I was just like, it's an old phone, but your phone looks terrible. I, I have know. an iPhone 5, okay? I have an old phone. I was so going to say, all... my phone has a flap as well. It's like, <laughs> a cover, so you can't even just... Uh. So we all like have like ancient technology. That's what we have. We like we should honestly our phones should be like sort of categorized as artifacts now these if, days. If anyone wants to give us better phones, that'll be super. <laughs> to, to <laughs> Although speaking of ancient technology, though, I believe you wanted to talk about a couple of retro games earlier, Alex. Well, um, retro games that come to mind. Hmm, hmm, hmm. I think that was going to go on along the lines of some of the old uh, PC D and D games like uh, Neverwinter Nights or Baldur's Gate, Diablo. Diablo, yeah, yeah. No, nothing like a good game of Diablo. Or Age of Empires. What one shall we talk about? Well, I mean, there's, a, what, three to talk about, right? Well, I would love to talk about some of the older Total War games, but none of you plebs have played it, have you? No, we played good games. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Just fighting words there. <laughs> yeah, you never kid, do you, Bart? <laughs> there's no well, joking here. No joking here. What I think... You might be interested in it, Alex. There's a really? game called Anno fourteen zero four. I think I mentioned it to you briefly. Yes, is that the one that's being released really soon? No, no, no. So this one came out in two thousand and twelve ish or something like that. Yep. And it's part city builder, part real time strategy aware. of uh, like, you know, your Age of Empires sort of thing. And it has the option of progressing. I mean, like most of the, these RTS games, but progressing through the ages, obviously. So you start at you know your like your villages and your barbar- barbarian sort of thing get to your citizens and all that, eventually progressing to, like... An your, empire. Yeah, an empire of your, I guess, modern-day medieval times, if that makes any sense at all. So the late medieval period. Bas- basically. So You're the Renaissance era. Um, yeah, Renaissance, yeah, exactly. I'm, all I'm hearing right now is spore and civilization when you're describing this. So Civ, actually, civilization, civilization is probably the best... Oh, oh. Uh, Who's played Civ 4 and 5 and 6? 5. I have not. Well, then you're a plebeian. <laughs> but, uh, okay... Byron, who was your favourite civilization in Civilization Five? Who did you love to play as? I played one game and it went for twenty-one hours. And what civilization was I that? I don't even remember. You it, don't even. The fact is, any game that goes for twenty-one hours of one get playthrough, I'm like, don't get me wrong. If it's an RPG, cool, but it's just one map. Yeah, it's, but that's why you love the game. No, no, there's that many race, you know, things you can do in it, right? Yet you're stuck in one game for twenty-something hours. You don't have to have it like that. You can customise the game quite thoroughly beforehand if you wanted to. So i got to go through a mess with settings? Well, yeah, it's a PC game. No, I don't want to mess with settings. This uh, is why I play Crash Team Racing and stuff like that on the PlayStation 1. Uh, because that one was good. But I that's coming so. out soon. Yes, the remake of it. And I was actually... I watched the trailer for this when they like announced it. And I got really frustrated. Because they suck at playing it? Yes! Yes. There's not one bit of drifting in it. I like how high pitch his voice is now. I was oh, so frustrated. Yeah, I, I, I completely understand this, and I get that people have never played the game before, but it's like these people have never seen or heard of this game at all, and they're doing things on purpose to piss off the viewer and just... Ugh. I don't know. Do you know what's another terrible thing? is When you get like uh, developers sort of going through a game and they're just terrible at playing them. You ever oh. notice that in any demo? Yeah, but I mean, they're developers rather than QA testers. Yeah, but you, would, you would expect them to have some degree of competence, though, when you're no, playing the game. No, really. There, there no. are some, like, I remember there was a, 
thing where they had the Halo developers and the Halo, Halo testers versus each other in Halo 3 when they were essentially testing across the world. And the developers, like, what they didn't know is that the developers took the four best players they had out of all the developers and made them play. And they actually crushed the other ones. And, you know, the testers thought, oh, we're going to absolutely dominate them. But wasn't the case. The only situation I've seen with developers being good at the game is where they started off as players of said game. So, for example, Old School RuneScape, a lot of the current developers for that game are the ones which were playing it during their childhood and whatnot, and they now work at Jagex. So compare those to the original developers who absolutely sucked. It's just a natural progression, really. Well, I think that goes into another topic. You would want to talk about RuneScape, would you not? Oh, I mean, I've been making a few subtle references this entire show, and none of you have realised, actually. So, yeah, do you want to just uh, let it all out? Yeah, oh, let it just out talk, now. Let it all out, that RuneScape. Okay, before he starts talking about RuneScape, I have something to talk about RuneScape. My brother came over to visit from Albany, and he comes in and says to me, you'll never guess what our old friend Andrew's been playing. And I go, what game? And I'm going back, like, further back, further back, saying oh, these old school games. And I never got to it. And he went, RuneScape? Old school edition. I went, old school edition? What is this? Old school RuneScape. It's a thing. So, essentially, they've gone, okay... The old school RuneScape everyone enjoyed. Let's just re-put the servers live in a, essentially the same format and just release it again and reset everything. So From 2007 was the original reset point as well. Really? Is yep, that... it's from 2007. Okay, but anyways, they... Um... Oh, you nerds. <laughs> we see you on yeah, Go back playing on your phone. I was just going to say, here, here we have the Warhammer 40k nerd yeah, right here, no, the Star Trek nerd. I think it is, though. That's the Chad stuff. But yeah, he, <laughs> he apparently has been addicted to this, like actually playing it obsessively. I can understand and that. And the thing is, we used to play it obsessively when we were younger, but when it came to the new version, we didn't like it. Mm. But the fun, something fun fact about that, so my gamer tag is usually Rennie B1. And I have the one there just because it's just a bit of a change-up thing. But I went to put it in. I couldn't get my name. So I reckon they've taken the old file name system and just dumped it into the game. And whatever's taken up already is already taken up. Actually, I know the answer to that question. Do you? Because I was playing when it occurred. But basically, and I still play, obviously. But uh, what they did is, over time, they had inactive accounts for a certain time period. If you were inactive during that period, for like, so I, I don't know how many years it was, but if you hadn't logged in in that place, you lost your name. And those names became available to other players to get. And your name was just changed to numbers. But my name is, like, I'll, I'll be honest, I went to log into the old school RuneScape account and I didn't have my old account anymore. I had my same login, but yeah. Yeah, so it was just changed over time. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Well, in conclusion, then, you two are a bunch of nerds and I play the cooler games that require a bit of a more of an erudite mind. Do you I play PUBG? Not anymore. Do you he play said, Apex? He said cool no. games. Yeah, those, cool are the, games. those are the cool games. No, no, no. What you need are complex not RTS firing. games. Yeah, play the Total War games. That, what's, that's what got me into history in the first place. Anyway, there's, you're listening to Hump Day Vibes with Brock Byrne and Alex on Radio Fremantle 107.9 FM, and it is quarter to five here at Murdoch University. Woo. So, coming up next, don't you dare interrupt me. That was really offensive. Stop it. Anyway, coming up next, we have the song The Crash by Lupa J. Stay crash. And that was The Crash by Lupa J. You're listening to Hump Day Vibes on Radio Fremantle 107.9 FM. And sadly, I have to say that I need to announce my departure because I have a shift at work in 10 minutes. So I guess taking over from this area would likely be the one and only Brock 9000. So it was lovely seeing you a lot. Stay tuned.
And welcome back to Hump Day Vibes with Brock, Byron and Alex. And I guess just at the moment it's just Byron and Brock because Alex has already gone to work. Yeah, you know, it's not like this is a job or anything like that. (laughs) I mean, it could be in the future. It's the dream. It is the dream. um, If any producers of radio shows are out there and want to recruit us in. Hit us up, hey. Because you know. (laughs) And, you know, uh, we are going to say our goodbyes now, though, because it's coming to that time where it's close to... Where it's close to five o'clock. But as always, though, uh, like to plug our Facebook page first, so at Hump Day Vibes, if you want to follow us on those social networks. And then we've also got our website again at humpdayvibes.com with every show. It's got member profiles. It's got good info about the show. But, yeah, it's got a lot of other things. Is there anything else you'd like to say, Byron? Uh, we always take requests as well. Yes. So song requests. Uh, hit us up on our Facebook page. You can message the page or if you know us, you can message us personally. It either way works. You know, we're a community radio station, so we're, you know, the surrounding areas, obviously, of the Fremantle area. So, yeah, and it's something about that as well. Please don't request songs with swear words because yes. then they're required to be edited out, and that's a bit more work for us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> either way, though, it is time for us to say goodbye. Once again, this is Brock Byron Alex, Hump Day Vibes. We hope you had a great day, and we hope you have a great night as well, and we shall see you later. Bye. Bye.